Hey, it's Maddie Mills. And I'm Lauren, and this is The Weekend Roundup. Hey, besties. We're back. Welcome back to The Weekend Roundup, everybody. Happy Sunday. I just want to quickly preface how much we care about the podcast because we sweat our balls off recording each episode (laughs) because we can't have fans going. We can't have a window open because the microphone will pick up on it. So just imagine us trying to record literally sweating our balls off every episode (laughs) in August. There is a little bit of a coating of sweat on me right now, Mm -hmm. but that's fine. That's totally fine. It's totally worth it. And I'm just excited to be back for another week. I know. The consistency is good. Yeah, for real. (laughs) And we're almost at a thousand followers. So if you are listening to this podcast and you don't follow us on Instagram... And if you know anybody who's not following us on Instagram, mm. tell them to get with the program. Go follow us on Instagram <laughs> at The Weekend Roundup. Shameless self-plug. Anyways, what's up, Mads? All our friends have been away, so me and Lauren have just been... Obsessed with each other. <laughs> yeah, basically, just doing doing the most. Yeah, we are hanging out every single day, and I honestly can't get away from her. Like, I, we podcast together, we're friends together, we do school together. It's a lot. It is a lot. But we love it. We do. We love it. Also, guys, little PSA, our friend got COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Our friend got COVID, and it kind of reminded us that even if you're double-vaxxed, because our friend is, you can still get COVID. And so we were thinking maybe you should be aware of it. So we wanted to say that. Yeah. That's just our little... um, Our little reminder. That COVID is real. Yeah. COVID is real. COVID is out there. And just a reminder, don't share vapes, don't share drinks, party safely. Yeah. Party safely. On the note of COVID, I I have a bit of a controversial take. Girl. I'm like, I don't believe in vaccines. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, uh. I'm not going downtown anymore. I'm so over it and I'm not going until COVID restrictions are lifted because people get there. Do you remember in first year? Mm-hmm. When we would go downtown, we would leave our dorm at 12 a.m. Yeah. To go to the dome. Yeah, and it was fine. And it was no, like, you'd wait in line, like, 15 minutes on a busy night. If you are not downtown by 4 p.m., you're not getting in anywhere. And that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever said. Yeah, no, that's too bad. And also, you can't dance. Like, you're sitting down at a table. I don't, so it's like every ass has to be in a seat right now for covid restrictions so when you go in they've cut down their um like maximum capacity that they can have by so much because everybody has to be sitting and therefore spaced out so there's barely any people in there and when the people do get there they camp for the night because why wouldn't you you can't bar hop anymore yeah it's not the move and you know what it's kind of a good thing because i've been trying to bring back house parties right like bring back what is the point of going downtown at 4 p.m to drink until 1 a.m and spend like 300 dollars? do you know what i did the other night what i waited an hour and a half to get into dirty nelly's <laughs> i got two beer and a tequila shot and i left 50 dollars poor and not at all drunk yeah that's the other thing about downtown i'm not um making bank right now <laughs> and therefore Believe it no or money. not, believe it or not, our merch is not flying out <laughs> off the racks. So. Believe it or not, we've made probably 16 cents from the merch sales. <laughs> so I can't go downtown because I can't afford it. And that's not on anyone's not anyone's fault. I'm just saying downtown's not the move. 
And I know we need to, like, support businesses. I, you know, obviously I love supporting our little small businesses in the downtown area. But I'm not drinking downtown anymore. I'm sorry. I'm not. Party at my house, strictly. But, anyways, I digress. I digress. Moving on. Downtown is not the move. Yeah. (laughs) That is Weekend Roundup approved message right there. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we are starting, today is episode one of a multiple series that Mm -hmm. we're going to do for our little college freshmen who are coming in for their first year. Yeah, you little freshies. Ah, so exciting. We noticed a lot of the questions that we were getting on our advice forum which if you haven't sent one in yet you should send in one we love getting questions yeah i love getting questions and i also love when people answer with their like with what happened Mm -hmm. more on that later (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like foreshadowing yeah (laughs) so we decided to take kind of like all the questions that we got in the advice forum for people asking advice on going to university for the first time and we're going to make a series and this episode we're going to do dorm life versus off campus because I lived on residence in my first year and Maddie lived at home so we had very different experiences I would say I would say so Mm -hmm. and you know might as well talk about it because I also feel like people off campus they they get so nervous like because it is a different vibe for sure Mm -hmm. and if you don't do it right could be detrimental to your college experience Mm mm-hmm same with dorm life, man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> dorm life? I don't know how you guys did that. I could never. I'm not a... I could not be a dorm person. Like, just some of the things Lauren's about to talk about, you'll understand why I'm yeah. against her. It made me a stronger person. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into it. Hi, guys. It's editing Lauren. Um, I think I tried to list off my college tips in this episode by saying like, oh, one, do this, two, do this. Um, but preface, I'm dyslexic, like literally, and I just keep saying three, like I keep going, okay, three, do this, three, do this. So ignore it. I tried to edit most of them out, but if, if I'm just randomly listing the same numbers, that's why. So in my first year, um, I went to university two hours away from home. So I lived on campus. I lived alone. I had a single room and I lived in like what was the typical freshman dorm. I feel like all campuses, like there's one residence that all the freshmen live in and you should try to live in that one. My first tip, let's talk meal hall, first of all. <laughs> okay, this is the most insane thing I've never ever heard and I don't think anybody knows this or enough people know this. Yeah, so I used to know this woman um, and she worked on a campus's meal hall. She worked in the meal hall. And so we used to go there sometimes to eat. She told us that all universities, this could be cap, but I was told this. And you know what? I wouldn't risk assuming this is cap. Like this is, this is terrifying. All of the uni- all of the universities in the area, probably all of them if I really think about it, they put powdered laxatives in the meat so that if, there is so that if the meat is undercooked it's not going to be in yet for that long you're gonna shit it out and explosively i heard this and i didn't believe it at all but then i went to university and i ate the meat and from my experiments i'm gonna say holy shit i think it's true no pun intended (laughs) oh my god guys it made me so sick 
every person on my floor would get so fucking sick from eating the meat. And so I went fully vegetarian for my first year. Honestly, I felt great too. I feel like I support that messaging. Just if you're eating at meal hall, I mean, I wouldn't risk it. I'm, of course, coming from the at-home like, point of view. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can not put lax- laxatives in your meat mm-hmm. and get away with it. But, <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's honestly the most insane thing I've ever heard. I know. And I heard this in high school and didn't believe it at all. So when I got to university, I was like, okay, that wasn't true. And I just started eating meat in the cafeteria and I would get sick every single day. So... I really don't recommend it. If You don't have to go full vegetarian like I did. I'm extremely dramatic. But, like, just be cautious of that. Make your own decisions. But be aware that it will make you sick. I feel um, like that's just a good tidbit to know. Yeah. Just a good something to keep in, keep in mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. On the topic of food, let's talk about the freshman 15 that mm. people talk about all the time. Yeah. I viewed the freshman 15 as a literal fucking plague like I was so afraid of it and all my friends did too and we really ate so well when we went to meal hall like we were eating kale and we would always get like the steamed veggies and like the chicken which I'm not getting into again (laughs) we ate so well from September to like Christmas Mm -hmm. we didn't buy junk food once every now and then we would have like chips while we were studying but right All of us were extremely cautious of what we were eating because we knew the freshman 15, we were working out. We were so healthy. I went home at Christmas and I had gained 14 pounds. Really? It doesn't matter what you do, you're going to gain weight. Yeah, no, I was going to say I gained weight and I like ate at home. I didn't change my eating habits at all, gained 15 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. Like... Or a lot of people, too, because they get so stressed out, will, like, lose 15 pounds. And Mm. either way, it's going to be a massive change. And you just need to know that that's going to happen. I know that sucks to hear. But instead of fearing it like it's the plague and thinking about what you're eating 24-7 and making sure you get to the gym and, you know, this, that, and the next. Yeah. Just know that you're going through a massive change. Like, your body's going to change, too. Meal hall is almost impossible to lose weight in. Because, yeah, I was getting the veggies. But they were cooking the veggies in, like, four tablespoons of oil. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, yeah. I might as well have gotten, like, fries and chicken nuggets and been happy. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. That's the worst when you're trying to, I don't know, you're trying to do something it's just not working. And then you're just, like, frustrating yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're just annoying yourself. And you might as well just do the most and be happy. You're going to gain 15 pounds if you eat the mushy vegetables or if you eat the shitty pizza so you might as well eat the shitty pizza that's my advice yeah definitely and like we're not saying ditch all your healthy habits like obviously (laughs) be a healthy gal brain food yeah you need brain food when you're studying exactly but just like yeah be aware of the whole body image thing we're gonna do a body image episode at some point Mm -hmm. um which we're actually really excited about we have a really good guest lined up we think um we think we think i'm just putting that out there because the last time we said we had a big guest they canceled on us, <clears throat> Colty. <clears throat> <clears throat> I guess they're just a flake, though. We've heard. <laughs> they have a bad reputation. <laughs> Anyways, I digress this time. <laughs> One more topic on food. A lot of people say don't keep snacks in your dorm room because you'll eat them, which is so fucking stupid. Obviously, you're going to eat them. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> I 
regret not having snacks in my dorm room because meal hall closes at like seven. Mm. And then you're up until like, what, 12, one, doing homework, watching TV. You will get so fucking hungry the amount. I actually think this is probably where I gained a lot of weight is meal hall would close at seven and then 1030 would roll around. I'm starving. Mm. I have no snacks in my room. If I look at another bag of popcorn, I'm going to puke. Yeah. So I would end up ordering something on like Uber Eats, you know, and that's just so unnecessary. Like you might as well keep a bunch of snacks in your room. They can be little mini bags of chips, almonds, like juice boxes. Keep snacks in your room because meal hall is going to close early. You're going to be up really late. Yeah. And you're going to get really hungry and you need to eat. So just remember that meal hall closes. (laughs) Like, that? That's brutal. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Couldn't live that life. I, like, lived through the one vending machine we had in my residence building. Mm. And I would use all my laundry money at, like, (laughs) one in the morning getting, like, Lay's plain chips. I'm like, God, I'm so fucking hungry. (laughs) That's brutal. So keep snacks in your room. Because once again, the freshman 15 is real. You're not going to be able to study if you're fucking starving at 1.30 in the morning. So just eat a bag of chips, man. It's fine. Okay, so now let's move on to actual dorm room tings. Mm-hmm. So number one, let's talk about showers. <laughs> let's talk about showers. Right off the bat, don't get a mesh shower caddy, the ones that they have at Walmart, because it will mold. So you want like a hard plastic one that's a little easier to clean and like take the you know, water out of because your mm-hmm. mesh one will get damp and then it will mold. I had a hard plastic one and it was like totally fine. But I knew people who had mesh or fabric shower caddies that they would just hang up in the shower. You know what I mean? Don't do that. It'll mold. It's gross. (laughs) Number two, shower flip-flops. Now, I was an idiot, and I didn't get shower flip-flops. I would wear Adidas, like, slides in the shower. But those are filled with, like, foam. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it got wet. And those fuckers reeked. Like, they smelled so bad. So you need to get like dollar store flip-flops. If you think that you're going to feel clean after leaving that shower, you are so (laughs) terribly mistaken. I had four private bathrooms on my floor in first year. Each one had like a toilet, a sink, and a shower, and a door that quote-unquote locked, but all the locks were broken. Mm. So be aware (laughs) of that too. One time I had to shower. I'll never forget this. This is when I really had an eye-opening moment of like, wow, people really aren't lying when they say college is brutal. It was time for me to shower. Had a long day, you know? (laughs) Want to unwind. So I put my little robe on. Get a robe. Another Mm -hmm. thing. And I go to the one shower that I always go to. And I open it up. Shower's broken. No water's (laughs) coming out of the head. I'm like, fuck. Okay, I guess I'll go in the other one. So open up the next one. Here's a little... If you're eating right now, (laughs) turn this off. There are two bloody tampons in the middle of the floor and there's water everywhere so there's like water bloody water all over the floor so I'm like and it's in between me and the shower so I'm like okay well I'm not I'm just gonna move on I don't know what happened here I don't know Next. why there's I don't know why there's two it's but like a criminal like it literally like we crime need to, scene. yeah I'm just gonna move on this is none of my business right here <laughs> this is none of my business move on to shower number three that shower is covered in pubes. Ew. Somebody was whippersnipping the downstairs area in there. 
So I'm like, okay, fuck. Let's go on to the fourth one. I'm hoping that this one is going to be a normal shower. But this is college, so obviously not. I have never seen... Again, I'm so sorry if you're eating. You shouldn't be listening. Somebody had what looked like, let's say, a bad reaction to the meat in meal hall, clogged I, I the toilet. You know it, yeah, because I talked about this in first year. And it blew I, my mind. I'm pretty sure I, I saw it. Yeah. Somebody had, let's say, a bad reaction to the meat in meal hall, and they filled up the toilet with their bad reaction and clogged the toilet, and campus didn't fix it for like a week. So when you opened that door, it was like... You had to be wearing a hazmat suit to go in there. Like, I'm not kidding when we say that there was shit on the walls. I Like, it was an explosion. It was a medical mystery. Yeah, like, I felt so bad for whoever left that one there. Yeah. I hope they're doing okay. Because, <coughs> yeah. man, unless they died, I wouldn't be surprised if no. they literally died from this. And also, that's... That's just embarrassing. That's just upsetting, Like, yeah. that sucks. Like, you know, like, you know you did that. Yeah. Like, no one else does, but you know you did. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta look in the mirror every that day. That sucks. <laughs> We're really hyping up college right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't wait for you to get into your dorm. It's gonna be so cute with your, your tapestry and your... Your little home away from home. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna say which shower I picked because you guys would look at me as less of a person. But I, <laughs> I had to pick one. I think I would have picked... Um, well, I guess you couldn't pick the first one because it didn't work. Yep. I would have picked the pubes. You would have picked the pubes? I think so, because I could have done, like, a little rinse. Yeah. You didn't pick the pubes. I didn't pick the pubes. Who'd you pick? I did bloody tampon. I stepped over okay. the... That's, I, yeah, I think that's fair, too. Yeah. Maybe I would pick that one, because the pubes are in the shower. Yeah. Like, that's gross. Yeah. The tampon, you can kind of avoid. It was in, like, one concentrated area. It was right in the middle of the floor, but I was able okay, to get okay. around it. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's what's up with the shower sitch. Uh, just, you know, be ready for that. This is the thing. Like, I used to hear stories when I was getting ready to go to college. I was watching, like, every YouTube video. What to expect when you go to college, blah, blah, blah. And they tell you all these crazy stories. And, obviously, me and Maddie go to this, like, really small school. Didn't really expect for any of that to happen. Holy fuck, what goes on in college? It's like a whole other universe where nothing makes sense. People just don't know how to live without parents. Parents, and I feel like that's just they get confused. College they, is just summer camp on crack. Yeah, that's. I would say for living situations, that's super accurate. So bad. Okay, laundry one. Learn how to do your laundry. Watch a YouTube video or something. I don't know. I'm not your mother. Two. Do your laundry on like a random Tuesday afternoon because it's not getting done on a Friday, Saturday, or a Sunday or a Monday. I'm just letting you know. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, middle of the afternoon, you're golden. Three, if you can get a Swiffer, absolutely get a Swiffer. Don't let anybody borrow it because you'll never see it again. But your dorm room gets extremely messy, like spilt drinks on your floor and stuff. If you don't have a carpeted dorm room, like if you have like a um, ceramic tile dorm room, you definitely need a Swiffer. The amount of drinks that were spilled on my floor, like, you know, when your shoe sticks to the ground. Yeah. And it gets all sticky because I had the dorm room that was always hosting. Yeah. Like parties and stuff. So you need a Swiffer. Wait, side note. Okay. Do you know why I actually couldn't live in a dorm? Why? Because I hate when people sit on my bed. I hate when people Mm. are just on my bed. And like in a dorm, 
that's the bed is the place to be. There used to be like 13 people sitting on my dorm yeah. bed at once with shoes on. Yeah. Like nobody cares about shoes anything. Shoes are always on on your bed. And like that's just one of my things, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how you have a thing? Like yeah. everyone has a thing that's yeah. just kind of like, can you not do that mm-hmm. right now? That's mine. And I think that's a, that's a fair one. But in college, all bets are off. On no. That. All Personal bets are space off. doesn't exist. Personal space doesn't exist in college. That's yeah. for real. In residence, at least. Now, let's go over really quickly what not to bring to your dorm room and what to bring. This is what not to bring. One, books. Even if you're like an avid reader, and I'm talking like like books that you read in your spare time kind of thing, don't bring them. You're not going to have room for them. You're not going to read them. You're going to be, if you do have time to read, you're going to be reading your fucking textbook. Like, you know? Two, picture frames. There's never enough counter space. Three, don't bring a printer. I know that some people are going to think that that is controversial. Everybody wants a printer, but printing your shit at school is really not that expensive because in comparison to ink, because if you if somebody finds out you have a printer, everybody will be asking to use your printer. You will never get reimbursed for ink. You're going to spend so much money on ink printing everyone on your dorm's floor or your yeah. dorm room floor. Sh- like, you know what I mean? Keep that shit on the DL if you do. Yeah. <laughs> Hide it under your bed, girl. Yeah. Four, this is a big one. Do not bring your high school t-shirts or high school flag or high school hoodies, high school mascot. Like, leave all of that behind. Don't even bring it to, like, wear to bed. Yeah, you're going to want to separate yourself Mm -hmm. from the high school experience. Yeah, and people kind of, this is rude, but people do kind of look at you sideways if you're still wearing high school stuff when you get to college. Yeah, it's just a very much, like... Okay, you're a freshman. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, it's okay to be a freshman, but, like... Don't, like, embrace it. Yeah, don't embrace it. (laughs) Don't embrace it, but, like, yeah. I think that's the way to be. Yeah. Something that means a lot to you. So, like, I'm saying, like, let's say you have some ceramic mug that your grandma gave you or something like that. It's going to get broken. I don't think I have a single thing from my first year dorm room that wasn't literally shattered to pieces everything got broken in there yeah i'm just thinking about when we were packing up your dorm room <laughs> like in first year that yeah. was brutal yeah <laughs> no wonder everything's broken yeah well literally, we no literally had like five minutes to pack up the whole room so yeah we were, we were like chucking things out the window like <laughs> not actually but don't don't find us <laughs> yeah you. yeah that's a joke okay this one is so funny because i never thought not like to bring this but i guess a lot of people did you don't need high heels. Why does everybody try to bring high heels? No. You don't need them. Don't. Don't wear high heels. Like, even if you have an event to dress up, are you going to want to wear high heels? No. You don't wear high heels out to the bar. God, please don't wear high heels out if you're out drinking. Just don't. Yeah, that would be a lot. You're going to wear sneakers, like, beat up. If you're going to a frat, wear your worst gym sneakers. Yeah, specifically <laughs> we're talking about frats right now. <laughs> If you wear high heels, you're not getting in. And also just, like, like you would ruin them. Like, yeah. rats. All the shit we've said about dorms, times that by a thousand. Yeah. And that's a frat. Like, all the bathrooms. Imagine all three of the bathrooms that Lauren described, or all four of them. Mm-hmm. And then combine them into one uber disgusting bathroom. Yeah. That's a frat bathroom. And I'll even go as far to say, not even just a frat bathroom, but any collective amount collective of boys boys bathroom yeah <laughs> like off campus we're gonna get campus. we're gonna get way more into frats in our next episode <clears throat> yeah but that's a little forewarning 
Here is a couple things that I think you should bring. I'm not going to go into everything. You can look it up on Pinterest and YouTube videos. It's just my personal experience. One, you need a big water bottle because, like I said, meal hall is going to close. So fill that bad boy up at like 7 p.m. so you have water for the night. Two, command hooks. You're going to need a lot of them. Towels, robes, clothes, jackets, lots of command hooks. Three, you know those wallflowers that you get from Bath and Body Works that you can plug into the wall and they have like little scents in them? You absolutely want one of those because once everybody kind of settles into their dorm room and they start making Mr. Noodle every night and they start not doing their <laughs> laundry every day, every week, and everyone's eating meat on the floor, we know where that ends up. <laughs> the dorm rooms reek, man. They stink. Like, dorms just smell, dorms have a specific scent, Mm. and it's just kind of stiff, kind of, Mm. you walk, like, it's very stuffy, it's very... Mm -hmm. It always smells like four-day-old vomit sometimes, for some reason. Yeah, and, you know, if it's, like, four days after Saturday, that adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you start the cycle again. Yeah. So, So you're gonna want a wallflower. Yeah, you're gonna want a wallflower, some kind of... Scent. approved scent like that you can have in your room wallflowers are great in dorm rooms too because they're so small so like yeah it, the whole room really does smell nice if you and have it's one. not like a candle like yeah fire. you can't have candles yeah. anyway you'll get written up it's and it's not worth it advil cold medication vitamins or emergency is that drink before you go to college ask your parents be like oh can you guys get me some medicine or something like that while you're at the store Because once you're in college and you're two months in, everyone is sick. One person gets sick on a college campus and it's like the plague, man. COVID has nothing (laughs) on a cold on a a college college campus. A college cold. It spreads like wildfire. Mm -hmm. And you will get sick. And you will not have enough money to spend $23 on NyQuil. No. So you have to ask your parents like, oh, before I go, will you guys grab me some like cold medication at the store? (laughs) Ha ha. Exploit your parents. <laughs> that's just, that's another tip in its own. Yeah. Exploit your parents. Exploit your parents for everything that they have. <laughs> but also love and care for them. Yeah. <laughs> Memory foam topper for your bed. I swear to God, the beds in prison are probably better than residence beds. But if you have a foam mattress topper, it's like the most comfortable sleep. My first year bed was so comfortable. Yeah, it was. I used to pass out in that thing. Yeah, I think I, I would just sit there because I would sit on Yeah, because everybody would Cause sit that's on my fucking do. bed. Fuck you college. You just had to sit on beds. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great bed. So get a memory foam topper. So, okay. A lot of the things I said, they're very negative um, about living on residence, but I'm just going to quickly go over why I loved living on residence because yeah. I, I honestly did. I was going to say, you definitely need to hype that up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so, one, I loved living on residence everything that I'm talking about you know it was shitty but it was just part of the overall experience that kind of made you love it like all the shitty things that happened were kind of part of like the charm of living on campus Do you know what I mean sounds weird you don't get it unless you were in it um but living on a floor with a bunch of people was actually the sickest thing ever because it was like having really cool roommates but you all had your own space More so than you do in a house right now that I have. The people on your floor are either going to be your best friends, like, forever. The people on your floor are probably some of, like, 
your groomsmen or bridesmaids, honestly. Three of the people I live with right now were all people on my first floor, and, like, I'm still friends with most of the people that I lived on my first floor with. Like, it's a really great experience, honestly. It's a good sense of community. There was... You always knew what was going on. There was always a party. You always had somebody to hang out with if you wanted to. It was honestly really welcoming. It felt like a family away from home, if that Mm -hmm. made sense. And people that you live on campus with are so supportive of you because everybody's going through the same thing. Nobody's living without their parents. Nobody knows how to do laundry. Nobody understands why they're shitting their brains out after they eat chicken and rice. You're all going through it together, so you all become really, really close with one another. I also just felt way more involved with the school living on campus because I lived at the school. So I was kind of forced mm-hmm. to like be a part of what was going on, whether there was a party happening on campus or if there was an event happening on campus, I would see it on my way to like meal hall or something like that. I just felt really connected to the school and I really think it, it did help me um, in the long run become more involved with things like the student union and stuff like that. So I know that what I'm saying is a lot of the shitty stuff, but that's because I want you to know before you go in. Mm -hmm. I honestly did love living on campus. I would not change it for the world. If I could go back and redo first year, I would not change a single thing. So that is pretty much all of my advice for dorm life. It was short, but I know you're probably researching a lot of shit. So I just wanted to give you some quick, brutal advice. The main points. Yeah, the main points. I'm going to get more into the overall social aspect of college in next week's episode, um, which is part two to this series. But for now, Mads, I'm going to pass it over to you to talk about off-campus in your first year. If you live off-campus, you don't have to deal with any of this shit. You're kind of vibing. And I know people look at you, uh, yeah, you live off-campus, so you feel, you feel like you might miss something. Like, I know right now when you're 18, you're going to college, you're, like, kind of feeling upset that you're not living on campus. But I swear, with... The tips that I'm about to serve you, Mm. you're going to be fine. And you're going to be like, you know what? I don't think I miss too much in the dorms. I think I miss just enough. Just enough to have a great college experience. You're probably living with your parents. Or if you're super cool, you just got a house. Which, (laughs) like, that's pretty badass. Like, look at you. I wasn't so lucky. First year living in a house off res. That's sick. That's, you're cool. Um, But I'm going to assume that. You're like me, and you're living with your parents, which is fine. Or guardians. Parents or guardians, you know, it's fine to live off campus. Mm -hmm. And here's the reason it's fine. You don't have to put up with all that other stuff. You basically get to keep living your same life, but you get to kind of just live the college life when you want, Mm. you know? So, yeah, that was like the thing, like I was fully 100% all the time in the college life, even if I didn't want to be. Yeah, like, I could turn it off. I could just go home, and, like, my parents made me dinner, and then mm-hmm. I was just having a good life. And you wouldn't shit your fucking brains out yeah. after you ate meat. Yeah, exactly. Like, the major <laughs> difference here. Like, Take a shot every time I talk about <laughs> bowel movements after eating on-campus meat. We should make a drinking game for this one. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. A little back-to-school, back-to-school drinking game podcast. Um... But yeah, so I would say my main advice would be about how to make friends. Because I know that's probably what you're most concerned about. I think that was my main concern. Um, And I think the only thing, like the main thing to kind of cure that anxiety is to know that if you're on campus a lot, you're going to make friends. 
like, I made all my friends, I would say, in the library. Um, I also played on the soccer team, so if you can play on a club, or mm-hmm. play on a team and then join, join a, a club, club, whatever, like, whatever works for you, whatever you're into, um, that was super helpful to make friends, Be- and with soccer especially, we had, like, a preseason before school even started, so I was able to, like, make friends before I even ended up on campus, mm-hmm. which was super nice, and it was just, like, I felt confident going into it. Mm-hmm. Another, this is kind of a fun one. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if this is relevant to everyone because I don't know if everyone would have this opportunity or if it might have already passed. But MSVU, which is our school, had this orientation night. This is the first night I met you. Yeah, but like we, we didn't, wouldn't, we be, didn't talk. No, yeah. we wouldn't become friends. But I thought you were really cool. <sighs> I thought you were cool too. Shut up! Did you, you actually? Yeah, you complimented my shirt. I did compliment your yeah. shirt, and I was like, she's cool. And I didn't even realize that it was you until, like, probably, like, last year <laughs> that I complimented so No, I vividly remember you complimenting my shirt. Like, I was like, cool. I have a friend, kind of. <laughs> I took it so seriously. Not for about another Anyways, year, but yeah. I do. <laughs> At some point, this girl would be my friend. But that's just what I'm saying. Like, you just meet people. So this orientation night was for... It was for on-campus students, like, people who were going to be staying in res. But anyone could go. So me and a few of my friends because I knew people who were going to be going to our school mm-hmm. but like but we weren't like super tight at the time we were like let's go to this thing there were just like the random mouth. people that you went to high school with that were yeah. gonna go to the same and, school or as you. even like went to other high schools too mm-hmm. like it was just like kind of a squad of people who we knew were going to this university and we were like let's go and just stay on campus and just like get that experience and see if we can meet people because that's one thing you you do have the disadvantage of not being being there all the time for like where other people are making connections and stuff you have to kind of you have to make the effort that's Mm. the thing about living off campus you have to make an effort so like we would also study on campus all the time like that was a huge move just be on campus whenever you can um but we were kind of like twisted like um, when I say we I'm talking about me and one of my friends in first year like we were super we clicked super early on and we would just go and study until, like, 3 a.m. on campus. No, you guys were fucked. It was so weird. It was, like, super weird. But it was a good time, and we always, like, talked to people and made friends. The night owls at the mount were always sweet. They were cool. Well, how me and Maddie became friends was we had a class together, and one night we were both drinking. I, we've told this story before, mm-hmm. but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you naturally will meet friends. The way that I met my roommates... And best friends was the second day of school, I was walking to my room and I passed these two girls and they were in like tube tops and black skinny jeans because it was 2018. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, where are you guys going? They're like, oh, there's a party off campus. Do you want to come? I was like, fucking yeah. And then two other girls overheard us and then they came and then we made a group chat and we still have that group chat to this exact day. (laughs) Yeah, that's the move. Like you just have to talk to people and ask around and see what's going on and like, Remember that everybody else is trying to make friends, too. That's the beauty of it. You're all yeah, you're going all trying through to this friends. together. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about, like, not making friends. So that's pff, off your list. You don't have to worry about that. You're going to figure it out. You just got to be there. That's my advice. Be there. Mm. And then be I would Be a say, prevalent person, too. Yeah, like, be, be helpful. Yeah. Like, here's one. Here's another random thing that I did. I made the, like... Facebook group. Okay, I don't know. Do people still do this? Yes, they do. My this brother just started a university like last year and they did it. Okay. So every university around here has like a Facebook group and it's like, oh, like class of 2022 is ours. And 
It's just all the first years would post like name Maddie likes to play soccer like just favorite a, Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, like just a bunch of random stuff about yourself. And then, like, just, like, a bunch of little pictures. And it's so cute. Mm. And that was so exciting that summer to scroll through and look at everyone's, like, It's like friendship post. Tinder. Yeah, no, literally. Like, I it's thought, so funny. Once again, I thought Maddie's was super cool. I <laughs> vividly remember everyone's post. I remember your post. I do, too. I remember Bishop's post. I remember Allie's post. I remember Gabby and Kristen's post. Brianna didn't have one yet, but... Because she came in <laughs> yeah, second half, but... No, like, it, it literally is, like, friendship Tinder, and then you just kind of lock your eyes on one person, and you can follow them on Instagram. Yeah, and then you get your their social media, and you can kind of connect with people before you end up on campus, which is nice, because then you have the confidence of going into it with a friend. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's also... And I made mine, because our school didn't have one yet, and all the other schools did, and again, I fell FOMO, so I was like... I'm going to make the Facebook group. And I actually got in trouble with the students' union. Did you know that? No, we ended up working for the students' no, union. No, I know. But they, they were mad. They were like, um, well, I was supposed to do it. So. Okay, well, you didn't. And I was like, it was late August. Like, I'm trying to make friends. Sorry. Anyways, that's, cares? that's some beef <laughs> that we don't want to get it back into. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to fight with the union again. No, yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Keep it up. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> um, the... Uh, That was, yeah, that was super, that was good advice. Um, So just kind of put yourself out there on social media before you go and just make yourself known. Put yourself out there. That's huge when you're living off campus is to just put yourself out there. Do things that you might not um, normally do. Now, the other thing I would say, so that was my main concern. And now my secondary concern going into college was I was really fucking sad I couldn't decorate a dorm. And I'm not sure if this is relatable. I'm not sure if it's just me. Like, I was totally, sad. Yeah. Totally. I think so many people can probably relate to that. Yeah. Because you're going to school, but you're in your high school yeah. room. Environment. So it doesn't really feel like there was a change there. Exactly. And a honestly. A sign of maturing. Exactly. And I also think that would stun your growth. Like, kind of. You mm. know? Like, you want to be in a different environment because it's a new stage of your life. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just refresh your bedroom. Mm. And that's my advice. That's what I did. And I'm not saying, like, you have to go and do, like, a whole friggin' room makeover. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe get some things that you might put in a dorm. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a little tapestry. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, get a wallflower and get a good scent going, you know? Get some string lights. Hang yeah. up some new pictures with your new friends. Yeah. Get a calendar for all your works or your, like, assignments. Like, yeah. Like, have, like, just a really... Like, refresh your space. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good way to put it. Refresh your space. Yeah. You know? Like, I feel like that's so important. Same with, like, even if you want to go through, like, your clothes and stuff. Do all the things that you would do if you were actually moving. Yeah, that's really good advice. Yeah, that's what I did. And it was super, I feel like it was super helpful and kind of, like... Got you excited. It gets you excited, for sure. And it also differentiates, like, your life... When you were in high school in the same place and when you're in university. Mm -hmm. Like, it kind of closes the last chapter and opens a new one. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. And that was um, super helpful for me. And honestly, those were my two main concerns going into college, living off campus. Like, I didn't have to worry about the meat. I didn't have to worry about, you know, other stuff. And also, you know, like, a lot of Lauren's advice still applies to you. Like, not wearing your high school clothes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could do it if you want. It's social suicide. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I would walk by you and judge you, but I would say that's a freshman if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways, but yeah, so those were my main concerns. If anyone has serious concerns about living off campus, of course, hit up our advice forum. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's probably stuff that I haven't even thought of. But those were definitely like my two main concerns when I was 18 going into college mm-hmm. off campus. One more thing I'll say about living off campus. If you live with your parents or guardian, um, my parents were super cool uh, about me going out. Like they really, as soon as I got to college, like it was like, I was just an adult who happened to live with them. Like, I was kind of, like, roommates with them, mm-hmm. which was super fortunate for me. Like, mm-hmm. I know not everyone would have that experience. So I can't really speak to having, like, strict parents in college. Mm-hmm. But if anyone wants to hear about that, maybe we can find someone who did. Mm-hmm. Don't stress about it. We'll figure it out for you. <laughs> just let us know if that's what you want. Because yeah. we aim to please. Yeah, we aim to please and we aim to help. Like, I don't want to be giving advice that, like, nobody is concerned about. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're just trying to help you. That wraps up our brutally honest college advice part one. Let's mm-hmm. get into the questions. Okay, guys, the questions for this week are not related to college because we're kind of backed up on questions right now in the forum. Apologize about that if we haven't gotten to your question. We're working on it. Y'all have a lot of questions for us, and we love it. (laughs) Submit your questions in the (laughs) advice forum in the bio. So, but before we start, we got a message from the girl from our last episode who talked about her sex life with her boyfriend, and she told us about how her advice helped, and we got her permission to read it out loud so you guys can hear how we are actually somewhat... (laughs) Helpful. <laughs> just so you know, we're not just putting this out out here for no reason. Yeah. Okay. I just listened to the podcast, and I'm not sure if you all knew it was me who asked for advice on how to confront my boyfriend about our sex life and how it has changed a bit. Which we did not know. We never try to, like, match up yeah, who no. we think. Everything is anonymous on the forum, just so you guys know. Um, so I started by asking him if he wanted to have a couple of casual drinks with me after work. So we could unwind together and relax. Before I could finish my shift, he texted me asking to go out on a date together since we haven't gone out for seven months, which is so cute. And also, not that they haven't gone out, like that they are going to be going out. And also, um, that's definitely going to, like, it's just so, I'm just so excited. It sets the you mood. Know, it sets the mood. As soon as I got home from work, I decided tonight was the night. I'm going to mm. try to fix our sex and just try and start a conversation. So I got as sexy as I could. Showered, shaved, everything. Bum bum cream lathered on every inch of me. And Moroccan oil in my hair. Which, I just went to Sephora the other day with Laura. <laughs> and I didn't know what bum bum cream was. It smells so good. Heavenly. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. God, I wish. I actually didn't buy it because I couldn't afford it. But seriously smells amazing guys love that smell too. and yeah and also mixed with moroccan oil in the hair mm, you know she was smelling good looking good mm. feeling good yeah yep 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 this girl's about to get fucking laid <laughs> yeah if i've ever heard it and i finally wore this little satin red dress i bought around christmas time last year and everything felt perfect together we chugged a drink once i was ready and then we went to our restaurant and we ordered um wings and drinks and we're flirting a lot it honestly felt like a first date again. Had that butterfly feeling the whole time. Oh my god, I can't even hide no, my smile. I know, literally <laughs> the best feeling is that butterfly feeling. And especially, like, when it comes back. No, I know. Ah! Okay. I'm getting my period in a few days, so I'm getting, like, emotional. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, so happy so for her. I'm, like, so fucking happy. I'm like, this girl got laid! 
<laughs> okay, anyways. Um, by the time we finished, we were both a bit buzzed, me more than him, and decided to call it quits and to go home. The whole drive, I was teasing him and grabbing his thigh and getting close to his package and started to ask him what he wanted to see me do to him in bed. Like, ow, ow! By the time we got home, we were both worked up and ready to go. Safe to say, it was some of the most exciting sex I've had in a long time. And I got to finish before he did. Oh, snaps. Snaps, baby! You guys are amazing for giving me the advice and making the most entertaining and enjoyable podcast I've ever listened to. Love you Ever guys. listened to? Girl! <laughs> me like... I could have just not read that part, but I do want everyone to Stop. know. My, my head's not going to fit through the door. <laughs> Thank you no, so much for sending you. us that message. We are so fucking happy for you. That was so, everything you said was so nice. We're so happy that we got to give you some advice, help you get laid, oh. get that orgasm. Like, I am just as excited as you are. No, Like, literally. I am amped. I am so hype. So happy for you. Thank you for following up with us, of course. All of your messages that you send us, 100% of the time, are anonymous. We never tell mm-hmm. anybody who sent in questions, who yeah. asked us anything. Yeah. Your, your question is safe yeah. with us. And we love a good follow-up. So anyone who submits questions, if you take our advice or if something else happens, let us know. Judge-free zone in Judge here, man. Judge-free zone. I, I mean, have you listened to the shit that we do? <laughs> we come on here every week and tell the world all the shitty things we do. And so, There's you know, nothing you can't tell us. You're totally fine. <laughs> you're totally fine. All right. Let's start off with the questions. Okay, this one's been sitting in the question forum for a little while. Best advice for not catching feelings for a long-term hookup. Made that mistake of catching feelings last winter and definitely can't risk it again. But the sex gets better the more times you do it with the same person. This is such a good question. That's facts. (laughs) Hookup culture is really hard to navigate. Yeah, and I'm reading a book right now and... Um, it's called Want Me by Tracy something. I just feel like I need to say that. Um, but she made such a good point. She was like, is sex casual for real? Like, can you actually have casual sex? No. I don't think you can. I know we come on here a lot and we talk about our sex lives and we talk about it as though it is extremely casual, but I think with age and the more you mature, you start to realize that sex is Loki actually kind of a big deal. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? it, it's not super, like, you can have casual sex in this, like, but realistically, it's not casual. Like, you'll, no. you'll always, like, there you shared something with someone. Yeah. You know, like an intimate moment. Mm-hmm. And so that's just always going to be with you. Like, in my second year of university, like, that was when I really, like, went all out for hookup culture and I got around. And um, I just, like, didn't really look at it as anything serious Mm -hmm. like you know but now that I kind of am a little bit more actually I'm a lot more mature (laughs) than I was in second year I do actually see sex as like kind of meaning something that doesn't mean that I like love every single person I sleep with no yeah holy fuck no (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's not what we're saying we're just saying it's not necessarily casual yeah it's not you're just chilling with your buddy you know yeah like (laughs) yeah it's more than that yeah so your best advice for not catching feelings for a long-term hookup you've come to the right place (laughs) <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm asking the same question. I have no idea. I'm here to help. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Lauren question for sure. Like, um, So I'm assuming that you are somebody who falls really easily, but you just want to experience hookup culture and you want to quote unquote have casual sex mm-hmm. with somebody or this person is looking for something serious and you're like, fuck, I don't want to like them if yeah. they're not going to like me back kind of thing, which 
I'm feeling like is more the situation because it's so common with our age and hookup culture. Super relatable. So here's the thing. Sex does get better the more times you have it with the same person. And that's because you're becoming more emotionally close with one another and you're starting to learn what the other person likes in bed. The more comfortable you are with a person, the better sex you're going to have. 100%. Good sex isn't you looking hot the whole time and making like the perfect moans Mm -hmm. and like looking good while you're giving head. Like that's not good sex. Good sex is disgusting, (laughs) not fun to look at. And you're just letting it all hang out. Gut out, hair messed, lashes falling off. That is what good sex is. And you're able to have that with somebody Mm -hmm. the more you sleep with them. Because you get more comfortable with one another. Exactly. Give yourself the ick. You have to. If you find yourself falling for this person so hard and you just know it's not going to go anywhere and it's not good for you to like them, you have to give yourself the ick. Okay, here's the thing. I'm listening. I'm hearing you. I'm thinking about my long-term hookup, and I've done Why all of these things. Why did you stutter so I know. I'm thinking about my long-term hookup, and I don't think any of these have worked. Okay, like, but I've you're tried. another breed of simp. Like, I know, but what if this person is too? I'm just saying. I'm just okay, saying. well, then you're fucked. I have no advice for you. I've been trying to help you for, like, <laughs> over nine months now. <laughs> like, I would say here's the thing. Best advice for not ca- catching feelings I mean, we can give advice and we can say these things. No mm, guarantee it will work. No. Like, I've done all these things. I've and given like, Maddie all this advice. Yeah. And what is she still doing? Simping. Yeah, I, I simp. I simp hard. Like, I'm better now, but... But here's, like... it Like, we're just... I'm just putting it out there. Like, this might not work. Sometimes... <laughs> You're, you just get fucked. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's sometimes, just what it is. Yeah, sometimes you're going to catch feels. But, you know, um, we gave this advice in our advice episode, uh, don't sleep over. And mm-hmm. I think that was, that. that's where I went wrong, I think, originally. Um, yeah, I would say. The night that I got laid <laughs> is also the first night that Maddie first got with her long-term hookup. I dipped. She slept over. And look at where we are now. <laughs> yeah, that's six months later, I'm still obsessed, and Lauren hasn't thought about him or talked about him. So, no. <laughs> I think the sleepover thing would be, like, the best advice. Because you, you need to have those boundaries, right? Yeah, you need to have boundaries. Like, if you're sitting and, like, or lying next to someone in bed, which is already super intimate, and you're talking to them, and you just had this, like, intimate moment where you were, like... Naked. Naked. You're gonna start saying some shit. <laughs> or you're gonna watch a show together, yeah. and you're gonna cuddle. Think cuddling bro you're nah don't cuddle if you send in this question and you guys have already had a sleepover and cuddled you're done nothing i said is gonna help you you're done (laughs) like i (laughs) just succumb to the feeling because there's no getting rid of it like if you really like cannot like this person you need to stop liking this person you might just have to cut that off. You might just have yeah, to. Yeah, you might have to start a new long-term. I can't say a long-term hookup. Yeah, because you're allergic to yeah, it. Yeah, maybe that's why. It might not work. And I, yeah, you might be in too deep. But if it's if you're talking about someone you haven't been with yet, um, best advice, don't have a sleepover. Mm. Don't cuddle. Honestly, like, don't get to know them outside of no. sex. The bedroom. I think that's kind of important like obviously like get to know them on a friend level and like be comfortable with them but like when they start sharing some shit if they start talking you, about their childhood man you need to get the your fuck out of there like when they start like sharing things that they wouldn't just share with you when you were just friends that's when i think you need to take mm-hmm. a step back 
And yeah, I mean, I the way that I am is because I was somebody who caught feelings for all of my long-term hookups and they wanted nothing to do with me and now look at me, you know? So <laughs> definitely a bounce is my advice. Yeah. I just think you could fall in love with anyone if you got to know them well enough. So it's like... We are so different. Yeah. Okay, next question. Like, like, that's the thing. Like, I think everyone deep down has a good heart, and that's probably my downfall, but that's where it's just not good. All right, next question. Hey, Maddie and Lauren. Love your podcast. Been listening since episode one. Bless Thank your you. heart. Yeah, so sweet. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for almost nine months, and everything has been going great, except for the sex. Don't get me wrong. Most of the sex is good. However, I haven't finished once since we started dating. Jesus Christ girl um it always ends when he finishes and half the time he won't even put in the work and effort to make me finish it's super frustrating especially since he's always been looking at me for head i'm getting actual ptsd from this question i'm getting mad i know this is low-key tmi but i really nothing is tmi it's not tmi but i really need your advice on how to handle this okay i mean I don't really like him right now. I mean, I'm sure he's great because two seconds ago I said deep down everyone has a great heart. But (laughs) this man has been not helping you in the ways you need to be helped. He's not making you come, man. Yeah, like like, straight up. Like that's really shitty. Listen, I had a relationship and when we broke up, I had to look back on all the shitty things that this guy put me through and realize I went through all of that for not a single orgasm. Not one. Yeah. I'm not saying that your boyfriend's a bad guy, but if he does end up being a bad guy, look at all the shit you went through to not come. That's like the <laughs> best part of a relationship, objectively. Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. Like, what differentiates a friendship and a relationship? Sex. Mm. So if the sex isn't good, mm. what's... What's, you know, you guys are buddies. You guys are a couple bros. And <laughs> which not actually, like, obviously, you've been dating for nine months. I'm sure he's. Yeah, and you like emotionally. Nice guy. Connect. Emotionally, you blah, have something blah, that's blah, great. Blah, 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 blah. But I, I do think there is something to be said for having a good sex life. <laughs> I feel that him not wanting to pleasure you and not really caring whether or not you finish and just ending the sex when the sex is over. One, or when he comes, sorry. One speaks to his maturity in his sexual health, sexual yeah, life. He I doesn't, was about to say that. He doesn't see sex as being a two-way street. He's, I know this is harsh, but I'm, this is out of our experience. And this, this, that's not necessarily his fault. Like, society has been telling them mm-hmm. that for years. Like, sex is a very performative thing that mm. people... How like you? A lot of people learned how to have sex through porn and mm. like movies and entertainment. So mm-hmm. where women are not really seen as the person who's being pleasured. Exactly. So it's like that makes sense that he might think that's what sex is, but we know mm-hmm. <laughs> as women, as two sexually liberated women over here. Yeah, and like you know, that's that's not the move. Like you want to finish, or else you wouldn't be sending this question. Mm-hmm. So I think. As uncomfortable as it is, you have to talk to this guy because no, if yeah. not, you're it's gonna be like an itch that you can't scratch. Mm, yeah, you know you need to say like, babe, listen, Sex I love you, street. but I also need to come. Yeah, I also need head. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, explain it just, like, I need head in the same way you need head. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's... So it's, like... His mind's gonna blow up. Yeah, this might be a lot for him. <laughs> Sexually, he doesn't seem to know much. Um, But that, yeah, I would say that. And just talk to him. And if that... if I think his response is everything. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to help you not knowing his response. Because if he freaks out and gets mad, my advice... It's not gonna work. Get rid of him. Yeah, no. You he have to. He seems a little... Like, that's a little... Immature. Yeah, like, I don't like that. I'm not liking that. But if he, like, responds is like, you know what? That is blowing my mind. You are so... How did I not even realize that Mm -hmm. you weren't coming? That's terrible. Yeah, you need head the way I need head. And I love getting blowjobs. Yeah, it's like, then, obviously, great. Keep it up. And then, hopefully, he makes some changes. But I think a conversation is definitely the Mm. move here. One thing, though, that I will not recommend out of... um, personal experience Fair enough. is not going into sexy time with both of you having the goal of you having an orgasm because you're not going to have an orgasm it's, it's one of those things like if you really really think about it you probably won't have one because I find women really get in their heads about yeah, orgasms. so the more you think about it like okay I'm gonna have one I'm gonna have one this is it I'm gonna have one you're not gonna have one like an ex of mine, like, used to be like, okay, this is the one, like, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. give you the O, and then the whole time, I'd be like, fuck, 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 do it, like, don't, yeah, it's gonna make him upset if you don't do it, just do it, like, come on, you're not gonna come like that, you need to just go into it loose, not literally, and have fun with it, so you guys really just need to, like, reconstruct your entire sex life instead of being like okay babe tuesday at 3 p.m i'm getting that big o babe let me know (laughs) and advice for getting the o um i think like delaying it Mm. is so good like having like really intense like foreplay and just delaying it for as long as you can for play foreplay is everything let's say it again let's say it all together one two three foreplay foreplay Definitely everything, and if he's, like, not giving you head, um... Or warming you up. Like, you know when you're making out with a guy, and then they just try to shove a finger in you? Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, I know you hate that. Yeah, I get triggered by fingering. I think it's disgusting. I don't... I, like, this is... I know this is a personal preference. Like, this is so... Just me. But men's fingers, man... Oh, they gross me (laughs) out. They gross me out. You don't know where they've been. I do not want you up in my business, you know? Mm. But... Yeah, I um, like it. It's a it yeah, no, personal. Preference. I know this is like probably just a me thing, but it's like it's like the sitting on the bed thing for me. Mm. Like it just, please don't do that. Like yeah. please keep your like you can like dabble, mm. but well like, you gotta warm it up. Yeah, warm it up, but do not just shove your fingers in. And it's like I can deal with it, and like it's just not my favorite. Anyways, mm. that I digress yet again. Um, but shoving your finger in a dry vagina is misogynistic. No. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, s- <laughs> man. This this question is low key misogynistic that he just doesn't want to make her come. We are getting way away from the question here. <laughs> Definitely communicate your problem and like I would honestly just in a like really non aggressive way because if you're aggressive then it's gonna you, upset. Yeah, him. it's gonna upset him and it just won't. Remember won't go well. how frail a man's ego is, especially yes, when it comes to sex. You really have to approach it in like a very chill way, mm. like very much like hey, like. I want our sex life to be better for me and you. And I know it's going to be better if, you know, we 
If I actually start coming up in this bitch. Yeah, like, if we take a little longer, we have some, like, we do all this stuff. Also, like, yeah, no, that's, I think that's my advice. Yeah, that You gotta talk to him, and let us know how the conversation goes, and if you need, like, a, we'll, we'll come at you with some next steps. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, but definitely, communication is so key when it comes to sex life, like, because mm-hmm. how is, like, he gonna know what you like? Like, he doesn't have a vagina, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not his fault. Nah. I mean, he sounds a little lazy, but whatever. We can all be a victim of that. Yeah. Okay, guys, that wraps up this week's episode of the Weekend Roundup. Already? Already? We gotta Damn go? It. Damn. Fuck. But we're gonna see you right back here next Sunday for part two of our Brutally Honest College Advice series. Can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. So am. I'm gonna be thinking about you guys all week. All right. Talk soon, everybody. Talk soon, guys. Bye. Bye.